Welcome back to From the Skyline with your boy Jay Sky. Man, what's going on, everybody out there? It's been a minute since I posted, but guess what? I'm back. You know what I'm saying? Coronavirus is trying to get your boy down, but he couldn't fuck with me. He couldn't. He couldn't get me down. Could get me down. Now I have coronavirus, everybody. I'm just saying I was just working. You know, doing what I do. Um, but we back though. We back with new episodes, and uh, because things are open up, I actually got a guest today for everybody. Um, but before we get into my guest and get into what the show is going to be about today, um, I just want to give a shout out to Carolina. What's up, South Carolina? This is my second time shouting y'all out um, in the series of the podcast is right now. So I'll say what's up to y'all, man. Second thing is, your boy is drinking on something new today. Dopeo, Dopeo. Now I want y'all to know that your boy might not have know how to say that very well, but I got it. I had to taste it. This is some espresso flavored vodka. Now I don't know if y'all boys like coffee and alcohol, but yo, this shit's actually really, really good, man. I'm not gonna lie, I'm after. I'm about to put him on the back so I can keep a little bit of him for a little bit longer. But, yeah, man, I'm just saying that's what's up, though. So, once again, South Carolina, what's up? We back in y'all area again on the drinks, you feel me? Uh, today, man, I got a young man uh, with me today uh, that I've been knowing for a really long time. This is my little young homie, man, Sean, man. He uh, actually is from the, from the state of Florida with me, man, and, you know, me and him, you know, been doing mentoring and stuff with him. Looking out for him, you know what I'm saying? Keeping up with him, make sure he on the up and up. This young man right here, man, very talented young man. Um, does music as well. But he also is going to college. He's a college college brother right now. One of the young black males that's trying to endeavor on the college scene. Um, also, like I say, doing a little music and stuff. So very, very talented young man. Um, like I say, his name is Sean. What's going on, Sean? How you doing, man? Good, I'm good. All right, all right, all right. So today he's going to accompany me and uh, some issues that I think we have to tackle today. And what we're going to tackle today is history or reality. History or reality. In this particular case, I think that some of us are getting history confused with reality. Some things are still going on, and it's no longer a history about it. It's a reality. And we're going to discuss some of these things today. And I'm going to get my friend Sean here to kind of chime in uh, from his perspective as a young man here in the United States of America, a young man who's going to college, doing things for himself, you know, but also from his perspective of the millennials. So let's get started. So uh, during this crisis, you know, we've had coronavirus. We had um, George Floyd get murdered. We had a lot of protests. And not only that right there, we are also dealing with the election and things politically going on in our country, you know? And uh, so we're going to tackle some things that I think is at the forefront, you know what I'm saying, Sean? So one of the things I want to talk about is we're going to hit a little bit of this history up. Now, Sean, have you ever heard of the uh, Spanish flu before? Yes, yeah, right? So, you know, I think everybody in history have heard of the Spanish flu, right? But do y'all know, realistically, that they still don't know the origin of the actual Spanish flu? They don't know necessarily how it even happened. And on top of that right there, we call it the Spanish flu because we believe that it actually originated out of Spain, but we don't know exactly how it, it really the origins of it, right? 
Does this not kind of remind you a little bit of the coronavirus? A little piece. A little piece, right? That's what I'm saying, right? But this is like our history, though. This is saying that this happened back in 1913. Now, well, 1913, like I think like 1913, 1918. In between them, them years, this happened, right? Now, the crazy thing about this is, is that right now they're saying that the coronavirus killed about what 180,000 people something like that 100 and some plus thousand people right do you know how many lives the spanish flu basically called home millions millions about two percent of the world's population was murdered by the spanish flu did you know that i knew it was large that be it, right? I'm talking about something that took population percentages away. Crazy, right? And when we think about this right here, you got to imagine back in the 1900s, we probably didn't have 300 plus million people in America at that time. So you imagine that, you know, let's say we had about 180 or maybe 200 million. You know what I'm saying? That bitch took <laughs> a percentage of that. You know what I'm trying to say? And also, more than that, I think, if I'm not mistaken, America had about 700,000 people die from the not coronavirus, but from the Spanish flu in America alone. That means if this right here was to do the same thing, like history, we got another, what, 600,000 motherfucking people to die? Right. That's crazy, though, right? You would think something that happened well over 100 years ago, well over 100 years ago, we learned our lessons from it. Fast for a couple hundred years later, a hundred and some years later, we still doing the same dumb shit they did back in 1913, 1918. Like, for instance, kind of find out, guess what was some of the things they told them to do back in the 1900s, like 1918, to do for the pandemic of the Spanish flu? Just if you had to give me anything, what would you think they told them to do? I would assume quarantine. Quarantine, dog. Number one answer. Ding, 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 ding. Freaking quarantine was the number one answer. And guess what the number two answer was? Wear a damn mask. Hundred years later, they still saying quarantine and wear a damn mask. Now, you laughing, but you, you, what I'm telling you is the same shit they told these people back in 1918. They're telling us in the year 2020 to do. Did they have, like, the same masks? Like, now, I, I, you know what? They probably did. Uh, and actually, you know what? That's a good question. They probably did have similar masks, but you got to think. Maybe it's paper masks? Maybe a little paperish? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But even then... You know what ended up happening? They were doing the same thing we doing now. You know how we got people fighting, talking about, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm Don't not going to do <laughs> You're right. They just, they like, fuck it. I'm bucking back, right? Mm -hmm. The same way they was bucking back back then, they bucking at it right now. And you know what happened to the motherfuckers bucking back back then? They died. Them motherfuckers died. And it's, ain't, it's not really a tragedy if you buck back at some shit that killed you. I don't think that there's no remorse at that point. It's like me telling you, hey, bro, if you don't wear that goddamn white tee, your ass going to die. And you walk inside without with a, with that white tee off and you die. Who who should be, should I be upset at that point? I mean, nah, you gave him the information. Right? I told him, hey, bro, 
the damn white tea gonna help you out. Now I know that's stupid. Nobody gonna no. The damn there'll be a lot of Negroes in the world right now protected by the white tea. Yeah, I was my <laughs> shit on yesterday, nigga. My shit was right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, nigga. That's all. That's a black man's entourage right there, boy. Black white tees. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now what if a white beaters? Shit, every man, every black man in America be straight. If you wear these white beaters, you're gonna be straight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be damn good. You, we, you ain't even have to tell us to wear that bitch. We wear that bitch anyway. Eh, us in them essays. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be straight, goddammit. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? But uh, but for real though, you know what I'm saying? But they, they one of the things they told him was like straight up wear the mask, quarantine. The problem with this was is back in the day, they bucked the system, right? And as they bucked the system, they thought that, oh, we gonna we gonna listen. When they start to die off. And get sick, everybody decided, okay, this might be for real. Let us quarantine and, and go back to our homes, right? Well, when the actual deaths start to go down, the first thing they thought was, we beat it. We beat that shit. We straight. Right. Them some bitches came out and had parades. Niggas had sleepovers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chilling in the store. People having babies. Getting it on. And guess what happened within a couple weeks of they doing that shit? <laughs> 500,000 motherfuckers died. That, because they, once again, because they didn't listen. They went out there. They ain't wearing no mask. They weren't quarantining, nothing. They just went out there, oh, we straight now. Ain't nobody dying. And went out there and 500,000 plus other people died after that. <laughs> now, the crazy thing about the whole situation is, is that you would think that since they happened back in the early 1900s, we would learn from that shit. People today still not listening. Like, for instance, me and you probably should be wearing a mask right now, but because we've be, we been, we been in the same environment for so long, if you had it, I got it, shit, we both got it now at this point. You know what I'm trying to say? But just like then, check, check that temperature, right? I checked that temperature. Boop. Scanned his ass. Or something, holler at you, boy. I'm check that old temperature. Make sure he's straight. I ain't trying to get sick. You know what I'm saying? But the same as that time, we're one or two people. We're not at Walmart chilling with everybody at the damn front register. You know what I'm saying? So either way, we're wondering if history is really history or is a reality that everything that's been doing that's happened before just repeating. No, you ever heard that old saying, history repeats itself? If it's history, that means it happened and it never happened again. Would you would you kind of agree with that a little bit, or you having a different idea about what history is to you? Uh, I don't. That's that's kind of a good question. That sounds a good question, right? Because I mean, I mean, we're taught the general idea that history is just the things that happened in the past. In the past, that create our present. But but if the things that happened in the past is still in the present, is it truly history now? Not yeah, not really. You because you have to think, right? You know, like for instance, like you know how somebody say in the past we had, I don't know, I'm making this up. In the past we had Model T cars, right? Mm-hmm. We no longer have those cars anymore. So those cars would technically be cars of the past because we no longer have them. No one no longer drives them. No one longer owns them unless you're like 
you know, freaking Ford and you got the last two ever in the world in a museum somewhere or posted up somewhere in the first Ford building or something. Right. Other than that, nobody's driving around with no damn Model T Ford Model T car from back in the early 1900s. So that would be in the past. But if something is no longer is still happening, is it truly history? I mean, uh, it depends in specifics, like with the pandemic. Like, you can't stop disease. Disease is just like us. We're living forced. You know what I mean? That's true, but think about this for a minute. Uh, You know, in America, we had uh, what it was. um, We had a disease that was killing a lot. Well, actually, it was killing, but it was also making people get deformed and stuff. It was like uh, polio, right? America damn eradicated polio. They gave everybody stuff that so you are immune to it and you don't get it no more. Right. Right? Because that is rare. Like, polio is pretty rare. It's, but, yeah, but hold on. It's rare to who? Americans, right? Yeah. But there's other people in other countries that still getting that shit to this day. <laughs> so, once again, is it history or the reality? Right, it's to me. We talking about oh, polio was of the past for who, for us, or for some people that's still getting it. For the Americans, <laughs> so that's why I say, man, to some degree, man, I had to actually start thinking about like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to start thinking about history in a different way a little bit because something that supposedly happened a long time ago, but never happened again to me and my thought process is somewhat of a history, right? And when we say, oh, man, he got a history with Shawty, why do we say that? Because they're probably no longer together. Right. They're no longer going back and forth and being with each other. They might be both married. And some of them say, well, they got history together. Well, that's because they had something and no longer had it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's why I say, my, you know, I've been really thinking about this whole history and reality thing. So moving forward, though, we talk about the presidencies and stuff here in America, right? And we think about, we got a president there right now, and we got a general election coming up real soon. Now, I don't really care who you're voting for or if you're voting at all, but are you, are you by chance, going to vote this year? Uh, I wasn't planning on it. Uh, and, all right, so from a, from a perspective of a young man who obviously watches social media and watching TV to some degree. What I, would you would you say that you do watch TV, watch the news, social media and stuff? Yes. Okay. Would you agree that right now with all the stuff that's going on, politics may play a, a big role in a lot of the young, you know, young guys and young people, the millennials in your age group? What do you mean? Like, would you say that they're more into politics now than maybe I was as a young kid? Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, just because of the general, like, people I be around, my little small handful of friends, they're pretty political, which, in my opinion, was kind of shocking. I'm not really into politics as far as, like, I don't know, like, governors and learning, like, presidential like candidates and stuff like that but i have a lot of friends that's in the young age uh what millennials Mm -hmm. millennials millennials are millennials around here that's what's up but see what happens is is that 
with that being said, let's say you like I said, you got friends that are into this right here and look at the politics of everything. When we start thinking about politics, the first thing we think about a lot of times are the president. Right. Right. It go it obviously go a lot deeper than that. So when we talk about these things that we are involved in now, I think more frequently as young adults, when we start thinking about Kanye West running for president, what does the first thing come to your mind as a young young millennial when you say Kanye West for president? Um obviously we're in our heads we're like, oh a rapper is trying to go for president. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's just the general standard. Vibes. But would you particularly say that they gonna take him serious for it? I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, he's still a person. All right. So, with that being said, if Kanye West was to truly run for president and go up against somebody like Joe Biden or a Donald Trump, who is already president right now. <laughs> And knowing that he's a rapper, and you come and once again, you know, kind of taking what you just said, you're like, oh yeah, well, he a person, yeah, we'll take him serious. Would you believe that he'll be the person to lead your country when it comes to stuff that would affect every single American? I mean, we put our faith in people, like we just put our. I, I want to think of like proper way to say it but we put our faith in those people and we never truly know their agenda we can only assume what the only information they give us yeah we true off the information they give us they could say oh we'll do this and that oh yeah because they're feeding it to us they okay yeah they're saying something that i can agree with come to find out they're not doing nothing they said well that's kind of like politics one-on-one that's kind of like politics as a whole but with that being said when you have someone like kanye west who was running for president and then during a rally he has like breakdowns and all kinds of stuff that's going on and he shouts things out like i almost killed my daughter or uh, you know he all these things he has done throughout the years and now a young man like yourself who indicated that, well, you didn't particularly was going to try to vote. Let's say that the young folks kind of felt the way you felt just in about Kanye West and let's say electing him as our president, knowing that he has the ability to fire a nuclear weapon that can kill billions of people. Do you think in your heart of hearts that this person is the person that could lead us with other countries, or in this case, be in charge of this country with that type of power? Um, my personal, for me personally, I don't, I don't, I just can't, I can't see Kanye being the president. Just because I don't really know his standard on leadership, and I've never really followed up on him to know, like, how he runs any of his companies or anything like that, so it's like, no, bro. There's probably some missing information. Well, that's what I'm saying, because we have people who went and voted for Donald Trump the same way you're speaking about Kanye West. And that's why this is a very important dialogue between me and you today, because there's people out there who are older than you, per se, older than me, who voted for Donald Trump on the same basis. Not knowing policies, not understanding like what their intentions are, what they're going to do with that type of power. And he let somebody based on only what they were saying 
and not their actions prior to being elected. Like, for instance, if I was the type of dude, and let's say I was in the hood, let's say I'm a black dude, and you know for a fact I was a jack boy, and I jacked folks, robbed them, shot a couple cats, and all of a sudden I threw a suit on one day and said, you know what, I'm running for the governor of Florida. What do you think what I would do with the same type of, of not same, but more power in that situation? If you knew who I was and you knew the things I did. It'd be two ways that will go. Either they decided to change their views or their ways, or they just going to go in and be corrupt. But what are the probabilities, though? I mean, let's be honest. What would be the probability that somebody who has done this up until this point have changed their ways? Right. I mean, I'm just being honest. That's just a weird transition. That once again, it's not about being a weird transition. It's about it being a reality. You ever heard that old saying, I call a cat a cat, I call a dog a dog? Right. Right? If it barks like a dog, it walks like a dog, it's a goddamn dog. <laughs> you, you, you get what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? So that analogy was put around because it was one of those things that says that whatever you see in front of you is probably, probably what the fuck it is. It's nothing more than what you see what it is. The problem is the people who hide it is the ones that's the scariest. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that you need to be afraid of. So, like, for instance, with all the stuff that happened with Kanye, you know, he had a couple breakdowns. He actually, no shit, had a rally with a bulletproof vest on. What candidate you ever seen, to your knowledge, with a bulletproof vest on? <laughs> Never bro, I, I, I can't even lie to you, bro. Clearly, cause sir for his safety. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he obviously he's concerned, or maybe he thinks Miles going to shoot at him. Something I don't know. But the reality is, is that as a young man, you know, living in America, these are things that I think that we take for granted because we we don't actually know or don't care particularly about what. Is going to affect you. You only, I think a lot of us, especially a lot of millennials, and once again, I can be wrong. I can be completely wrong. Don't actually look at the ramifications or the lasting effect of the choices that you make today. So, for instance, I may not vote for Kanye West, but let's say all the millennials did and he actually got elected. If that same guy in the future killed, millions of people and caused to go through world war three and america to finally get bombs dropped on this land would you then stand behind your choice of course not why wouldn't you i mean you just you cause death millions probably but the problem with this is, is that you chose somebody without knowing their real true feelings and you disregarded the things that you seen so as once again if this happened would you would you particularly take the responsibility and say, I elected this dude, and I'm about to take this L with this dude? You got no choice. You already voted for him. <laughs> but there's ways to get him out of there. Of course. But that's the point. My, the point is, is like right now, when you have a you have a divide in the country, you have a split or you have people who have different views on stuff. Some people are really grounded in those views and unable to really take a step back and think, how is this going to affect 
not just my money in my pocket of my life, but the rest of the country, people of color, people of Asian descent, people of other white people. Like, how is this going to affect us? And the problem is, I think that we've got to a point now where elections are almost like fucking reality shows. Yeah, it's become comical. I mean, the last we, one. Right? It's like, it become like fucking reality shows. And I don't think that we are taking these things as serious as we used to. And now we're starting to see the ramifications of this whole glamour, glamour elections, per se. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, kind of throws me off. So, another thing is we're talking about that kind of throws me off a little bit as, as well, too, is, right, we look at the Black Lives Matter movement, right? And we look at the All Lives Matter movement, and we look at the, uh, what is the DF, Dow Don't Fuck Around crew, or what are the D-Fact guys? Or maybe the, 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 the oh, they don't like Black Panthers, and I'm so sorry if I got anybody's name wrong. I'm still trying to catch up on stuff. But you know the guys that, you know, dress up in all black, and they got their weapons and stuff, right? Yeah. When you see these groups being manifested, and these groups starting to build and get going, do you think that maybe that might actually change the forecast of the future, or do you think it's gonna not change? Like, what would you think as far as the future for us as African Americans in the United States? Do you think this is really gonna have an actual, effective, long term change for us? I mean, personally, I want it to make a change, but it's not guaranteed. Are you guaranteed to die? Course. So why this ain't guaranteed to change? Because hmm. oh, everything's it's just a transition again. It's exactly. Crazy. I think that once again, everything has to be a transition. I think you have to transition to the different aspects of things. But I think the way to do that is getting young men like yourself to start take a step back and start thinking of what's gonna affect you. Would you say that America is probably one of the only countries in the world that? has the type of democracy where you're shielded from shit that everybody else in the world is not shielded from. Yes. We're pretty privileged, right? We're pretty shielded. Even, would you even say even some of our ghettos are shielded? Yes. Now, by me being personally grew up in the ghetto and grew up in, in quote-unquote poverty, I made it out. I did some good things, but there's a lot of my friends and stuff who didn't. And I'm talking from an older perspective. In your lifetime, do you think that that actually is still the same case? Yes. I'm watching some of my friends go down that path. Pretty, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So if we say history repeats itself, then at this point, history is not really repeating itself. It's just the damn reality, the same shit. Yeah. Right? So... The thing is, is that we, we we look at this and we complain and we 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 march and we come up with these groups and we have like our Black Panthers and all this other stuff right here for equality in America and stuff. But things really don't change very often. And if it do, it doesn't change as quick. But they do have change. Hence the reason why me and you doing this podcast today, because if things stay the same, shit, we probably come from slave families. You know what I'm saying? We probably still be enslaved. I mean, shit. There's places in America, in the world right now, that there's still people still enslaved. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, you may not necessarily see it, but there's still slaves in this world, bro. 
you got to believe that you got to believe there's places in africa places in you know those uh uh what it is arab countries somewhere that somebody is being held against their will to do something they want to do hence the reason why we got trafficking you know what trafficking is don't you yeah is that not a form of slavery yes it is and we talk about that shit every day we just change the name <laughs> change it to trafficking right was slaves considered trafficking they yeah. damn sure took our ass from one place to the next. Is that, is that the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. So, but anyway, I say all that right there to try to get your perspective on it because, once again, you're a young man. You know, you're a smart young man going to college. You make music and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, that, you know, these different things may have a different view from a different point of your point of view. So, like I said, we got Kanye running for president, which – in all retrospect, you know, he probably doing it for real. He may not necessarily be doing this as a a gimmick, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, he I think if I'm not mistaken, he coming out with a new album or something soon. Right. So is it a gimmick or is it he for real? You know, it's like one of those things you as the person who's going to be voting got to think about this. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to think about Biden. Right. Biden was the uh, vice president during the Obama administration. Now, do you know anything about him at all? No, I've never even really fucked with him. No, I'm saying you know about Trump though, don't you? Yes. Cause you know about that, he got a lot of money. Yeah. That kind of his his ordeal. Oh, he got a lot of money. You don't know nothing else outside of, but he got a lot of money. So I, I say that right. They say do we go through a lot of things in history, and we got a lot of things. They say, oh, that's that happened in the past, and it's history. But some of the stuff is, to me, not really history. And when we talk about it. Is really important, I think, for young men like yourself, people in the millennial, to have forward-thinking opportunities and forward-thinking views, but also understand the ramifications of the forward-thinking process. There are always going to be things that are that once you change them, may not always go for the better, and you got to take the good with the bad. But when you get the bad, are you willing to accept it and just suck it up? Yeah. I mean, you should. You should be able to. It is your decision. Now, I'm asking you this question. Let's say we were, um, we let's say we we elected somebody. Not necessarily we. Let's say because of the millennial vote, because of some of the young people vote, they voted a certain way that allowed let's say i'm not gonna use kanye no more because i don't want to start nothing i think kanye is a, a, a is a good dude i think he just need a little help and once he get it together i think kanye get back on his feet you feel me mm-hmm. but that's enough about that but let's say y'all uh, in in turn uh, got somebody selected right i don't know some some dude and that dude turned out to get us enslaved by another country I mean, no shit enslaved. Like, we're no longer the United States. We're like the United Republic of fucking Russia or some shit. Mm-hmm. Would you then try your best to not become a Russian? Or would you just accept your fate because you voted the dude in that allowed it to happen? I mean, that would be a lot of ramifications. I mean, there's different variables. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could be putting my life at risk for trying to stay American. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I mean, the easier way to, to possibly do this is join them. But, hey, 
but at that point you do know that once you happen your your rights as an american is gone all this freedom and shit you had is gone what if they stop putting black folks back in the field that point then it's just you gotta die for what you fight for but what are you fighting for are you fighting for america are you don't fight for my freedom for who for where where are you gonna go with your freedom that's right <laughs> who gonna take in who you fighting to get to see that's what i'm saying like i know a lot of us don't think as deeply as that but people who are so-called conscious you heard that old saying i'm conscious mm-hmm. right people who are so-called conscious you have to understand that the ramifications of everything that you do is going to have a consequence you get what i'm trying to say and whether or not you are ready to receive that consequence is another issue it's another thing if you overthrow a government and you trying to put a new government in place the ramification of overthrowing the government that you currently under is another one worse than them taking over. You get what I'm saying? Because you're only looking at, I don't like him. I'm so tired of this dude. We're going to tired of We already fucked up. We're going to kill him and we're going to take over. But when you do that, you allow somebody else now to come in and be even worse. So the thing is, is that we have to be very careful about what we say and how we kind of, usher i thought our thoughts in so um but that is what it is now last but not least because of politics coronavirus history all these things how do you think that all ties into what you do as far as your art and music and then your ideas of trying to you know go to school and all this stuff right here how do you think all these things tie into your ability and your want and your you know the your ways that you want to do things in your life how do you think this ties into it um, the most i could really say is i constantly change like it's always a constant change and more for me the way i view life is the way i perceive like things and the way i do my music and stuff because obviously the world is going to continue to transition into different things and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's... Um, Would you say that due to... Like, like for instance, give you a better clarity on some of my questions. Would you say that when you make your music, that politics may play a part in one of your beats or one of the way you made your music or would you say that coronavirus played a part in how you made some of your music currently? Yeah, because I mean, with coronavirus, we were obviously supposed to be quarantined and stuff, so I have more time to really stay in the lab. <laughs> it's always a cook up, there's more time and more space for it. Whereas before then, it was you know, I'm a college student, so I'm trying to keep up with work on top of athletics and stuff like that. So it's absolutely, absolutely. So realistically when it really boils down to it you like you kind of like look at the situation for what it's worth i know on one hand i'm not necessarily to politics but it saves that time i don't want somebody getting there that's gonna get me killed <laughs> yeah so so would you think that as you get older you're probably gonna get into maybe get, start taking more of a uh bigger look and um more of an active role in politics as far as the the rights of the american people 
Yes. Uh, the only reason I'm really not voting this year is because I want to truly understand the, uh, I guess, the system, the way voting works, the electoral vote and everything. I want to understand it completely before I just go in there with the little common knowledge I do have without really knowing the full details of what I'm stepping into. And that, and that's a good and, and that's real cool for you to understand that. But then are you you're also accepting that whatever's gonna happen to you is gonna happen to you then? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. You're gonna accept the good with the bad, right? Yeah. So if they say that uh black folks can't work no more, you gonna be okay with that. And obviously I won't be okay with it, but No, but that that but that's I mean, obviously these are the most extreme things ever in the world that I'm asking. I mean, to everybody out there, I'm asking the most extreme shit that you could ever happen to somebody. But the reality is is that we don't think on the extreme because, you know, we've never seen extreme before. You know, the people in 1913, 18 with, it, with the Spanish flu, they probably seen extreme. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Cause they watching motherfuckers probably die around them like like flies, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm trying to say? You feel me? They probably seen some extreme shit, you know? But at the same time, you know, we never really I don't think we've actually seen extreme before, uh, as far as our current day and age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now my grandma who like 94, she probably seen some extreme shit because she's seen segregation. She's seen desegregation. Mm-hmm. She's she seen the first goddamn car probably. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. My grandma probably seen the first goddamn car. You know what I'm saying? So she didn't see the first. Now, I know she's seen the first goddamn phone. Yeah. She's seen the first, she seen the first phone and the first cell phone. That's crazy. To see the first phone and the first oh, cell phone. That's you know, yeah, think about it. that's a that's a long life to see the inventions of all new shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She seen the invention of the A-track, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> invention of the CD. <laughs> so would you call that a change? I would definitely call that a change. I would definitely call that a change. But I was also called some of that history. Cause mm-hmm. For instance, we don't have eight track tech no more. Right. I mean, how about this? We do have them. We just don't use them and sell them at all. Now, if you have an eight uh, eight track tape, you're probably that shit probably like you know what I'm saying. That shit's like vintage, baby. Like that shit's like you you got a specialized player just to play it. Mm. Records. We got a lot of records and stuff, right? But. Records are still being sold today for DJs and all kinds of other stuff. So they're not really history because they're still around. Right. So, uh, but I, anyway, like I say, I think that we, we, we definitely have a lot of things that we have to move forward on and overcome. But like things with Black Lives Matter, you know, it's like, and like other places that's out there, other people that's out there that's marching in the street. You know, recently I was watching the news and a, the, the gentlemen on the news were veterans, right? And they were there to protect the people that were out there marching with their um, their First Amendment right. Now, you do know the do you know about the amendments, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, in our Declaration of Independence, we have um, you know things in there that says that we have the right to vote, we have the right to bear arms. Rather, you, you get what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
at the end of the day, these veterans were out there and they asked one of the veterans, why are you here? And he specifically said, we're here to protest and be here to protect the rights of the people behind us to have a peaceful protest. He said, we're here specifically for that and that only. We're not here for Black Lives Matter. We're not here for whoever that's behind us. We're here for the right of the American people. That's it. So he not once, not once did he say, we don't like Donald Trump. Not once did he say, we like black people. Not once did he say anything else other than, I'm here for the right of the American people to do what they they have the right to do. In that same context, though, there were other parents out there, men and women, who were in line behind them to protect these protesters. Now, it all, if you know about what's going on, it kind of started off about Black Lives Matter, and I think it's changing to something totally different because I think that people start to realize that it's not just about Black Lives Matter sometimes, but it's about the rights of even the person being taken away from them. And the Black Lives Matter just shined a light on it that, hey, this happens to us all the time, but don't get it twisted. Yo, this shit gonna happen to you too if you come out to help us. And it happens. So from your perspective, do you believe that when these people come out there and they come out there for their own specific agenda, that it helps the agenda of our country moving forward in ways that helps us? Like everybody, let's say for instance, everybody that was at the protest mm-hmm. went there and they had their own specific agenda. Like they wasn't there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Do you think because that is starting to become the case that that will help the country move forward in a way that helps us become a better country as far as black, white? Latino, Asian, us come together. Do you think because everybody have their own agenda, it's going to help us move forward as a country? It possibly can. I I believe that because the I want to say with the secret, well, it's not a secret agenda, but the separate agendas, it's all like going to come together and it'll build something I want to say it'll, I guess, move, it'll move from all, like, all lives matter or black lives matter to a different form, a, a much more, sta- a much stronger movement, like, if you, if you want to call it that, a stronger movement, like, one that's more pure, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I kind of get where you're going at right now, and it may, and I, hopefully, because it, it brings more unity, it's not just a, Everybody has a different agenda now. All the other agendas is connected into one. And once again, that that's why I'm asking the question. See, from a millennial standpoint, you're 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 looking like okay, everybody has different agendas, but we're hoping that it comes together for the common goal of everybody in the uh, under the American people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And once again, that's that's that can be a good thing. Um, but um, you know, this is one of those things. So. Once again, when we think about this right here, so a quick question for you. With all that being said, 
are you going to try to pursue music on a regular basis though? Like, what you know what I'm saying? Because all the stuff that's going on and you're going to college, obviously, do you think that, you know, your artistry will be something that you will pursue more than even the, the more educational side of things? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to try and make a, I'd say I'd try to like make a whole different set of goals for myself. You know, y'all millennials be trying to do like 50 different things. Yeah, it's a lot. You want to be a doctor, a lawyer, and a nurse all at the same time. It's like, it's so much weight on your mind because you just want to be successful. Everybody wants to be successful. So it's like, you know, let me set a plan aside. Let me really see what I really want. But you obviously a talented young man in a lot of different things. Um, do you like once again? Do you think like because you are talented in a, a lot of variety of areas, um, that you have the ability to go different routes and be successful at all of them? Or maybe you think that maybe yeah, I could do a lot of things, but really my success more is going to come from this. I feel like I could touch on anything, honestly. Well, shit, this day and age, I mean, you can make money from the internet now. Yeah. Shit, back in the day, you were making money from the internet. What I mean by that is you wasn't, in, we weren't quote unquote influencers back in the day. So there's a, there's always that possibility. But, you know, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Do you think that it, that this may ever stop one day? As no. far as the, we call this the information age right now. Do you think that this might come to a halt at all? No, information is eternal. So there's no way they're gonna be. You think they're gonna be able to cut the ability for us to get the information and, you know, have social media so different things can fly quick. Um, possibly. I mean, we see the the transition from books to the computer. I yeah. Have to pick my phone up and read an entire book series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. History or reality? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. A lot of things we need to get to the point where we're going to determine if it's like a true, is it really history or is it a reality? In your mind, do you think that we're still living a reality versus history, though? And if we are, like, for instance, what I mean by that is, do you think that there's some things that's still going on now that is in your mind is, if you had to determine, okay, if I had to say this is to me not a history but really a reality, is there anything that you can determine that is truly something that is that you would think that's okay? This right here may not be a history because it's still to me, quote unquote, happening right now. Yes. So, yeah, I think so too. I, I truly do, and I got my own views on that right now. And I'm, you know, I'm trying not to go over my time, but real, real, real reality. Reality can't talk today, and I ain't even been drinking that much. God damn, <laughs> this damn espresso stuff is good too. It's, it's kind of like I don't know, it's pretty good. And that's right, everybody. This young man not twenty one yet. That's why he ain't drinking. I bet y'all wonder like, why well, man drinking the damn thing in front of the dude? I ain't going to jail. I ain't getting no damn trouble on no damn internet at all. Period. He's a young man. I'ma drink in front of his ass. Period. If he wanted some water or something, he could have got that on soda. But I'm not getting in trouble today. <laughs> Damn all that. Now, what he do, he want to do, he leave him. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. Hey, he do what he going to do. Hey, and don't tell me nothing. I want deniability, bro. But, um, but yeah, man, 
Uh, right now, though, is there anybody out there, man, right now that you listening to music wise that you might want to give a shout out to? Because you know, I'm into like a lot of underground, a lot of young rappers, a lot of upcoming rappers. I mean, yeah, I listen to a lot of industry rappers and stuff, but that, I listen to a lot of y'all, young folks, a lot of the, you know, the young guys and a lot of the people that's coming up a lot. So, is anyone, anybody particularly you listening to right now? Uh, Listening a lot to NBA Youngboy for some reason. Um, I listen to a lot of XXX and Tasha R.I.P. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I hear that, man. You know, actually, um, it's so crazy you said that because I was just bumping some of his shit recently. And now I ain't gonna lie, I don't bump all his stuff, but a couple of the joints he did, I actually I was feeling that right now. So <laughs> I can definitely hear it. Um, but yeah, before we get out of here though, um, there's a young man that I've been listening to too. Uh, that I think that I, a matter of fact, me him and follow on Instagram, and um, I think you even know him. You know what I'm trying to say? Name Wolf Cartier. Yeah, I know Wolf Cartier. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And uh, he been he been doing his thing, man. He trying to do his thing right now. I've been seeing some of the little videos shit he putting out. But hey, if y'all don't know, man, you know I always try to give a shout out, praise some music or something. Um, uh, because it's my first guest today. Obviously, he didn't bring a beats anything with him to show off some of his his uh catalog but definitely gonna try to do that on the next on the next one bring somebody in and uh make sure it's good to go and uh bring some music in next time homie you feel me i got you, I got yeah, you. yeah 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 but yeah man, this, my young this young dude will call the man man he's a little dude i've been kind of following on instagram another little dude i've been chopping it up with Got some music and stuff out. He got some stuff on YouTube. I'll put it down in the link below on my YouTube page. Um, also, uh, Instagram. We go look at Wool Cartier. It's W O A R K or C A R R I E R, right? Cartier. No, it's W O A H C A R T I E R. See, I can't spell exclamation shit. point. Expl- you heard that there, because I can't spell well for shit tonight. <laughs> and I think it's this damn espresso drink. <laughs> this shit, uh, shit get to me. Your alcohol and, and, and um, caffeine all busting your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not even like you're getting drunk. You're getting high and drunk at the same time. I don't know this shit crazy. But it's good, though. It's good. Nah, but for real though, go check him out, man. You know what I'm saying? On Instagram, go check him out on YouTube. Like I say, on my YouTube um channel, I have it down in the link below. You can check out some of the music he got out on his uh what's the name? And uh we'll be going from there. But hey man, like I say, you wanna give a shout out to anybody before we get out of here? Mm. I'm gonna give a shout out to my mom on the Lord. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Nah, but hey. Thank y'all for watching, man. Appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. More to come. We got a couple no new shows coming in right now. I'm trying to bump this up to about every week now. Trying to get in the lab every week, get a new person coming in since uh, we are able to have people come out. Um, but trying to make sure people get screaming before they come into the studio to get on the podcast. But we're going to have more guests coming. And another thing is I got another homie that I'm going to have on here real soon. And uh, we're going to be doing this from a, uh overseas perspective. It's going to be kind of fun to have me doing something like that. So be standing by for that. Also, last but not least, um, I put out on my last podcast, 
a competition where people can win money. And as of right now, either A, you don't want to go back and watch the shows to figure out how to get this money, or B, you never got to the end of the show like you did right now. If you're getting to the end of this show right now, go check out my last podcast. I got money that I'm still trying to give away. Now, money, a hundred dollars I'm trying to give away. Give it away. That's at least one good meal for you and your shouting. <laughs> Easily. Matter of fact, that might be a little bit of groceries to put in your house for at least a week. Go check out my last podcast. Matter of fact, since it's been up for so long, skip to the damn end and go look at the question there. You know what I'm trying to say? At least then you will understand how to get the money. Now, my young fellow here right next door to me, if you don't watch all the podcasts, this is my big opportunity. You get a little money in your pocket. Tell your friends. Check out the podcast. All right? Can y'all do that? Appreciate it. All right. But once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate you. Once again, history or reality? Hmm. Don't really know. We're going to check that out. We got to determine which one is which. I appreciate you. Appreciate. I can't talk. Man, this damn shit got me toe up some. My, I can't. Damn, I'm toe up. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.